What a year for the VFLW. Undefeated. Um, I'll read some stats out. 14 games, 12 wins, two draws, 360%. Three finals, two goals conceded across all three. 6-6-42, defeat the Southern Saints, 0-7-7. And they become the latest Essendon Football Club to win a premiership. Hello, Nathan. Hello, Sam. Felt important to talk about that very first because that's just enormous. 360%, an entire season undefeated. It is just unheard of at any level of sport, not just men's, women's, otherwise. And what was the stats in the final? They only had two goals kicked against them in the final campaign. Yep. Which I originally posted on the page as no, but then I fact-checked. So sorry about that. Um. Important to fact check. We don't need to do fact checking, Sam. That's not our domain. <laughs> I just read it and went, oh, that's brilliant. Post. Yeah. <laughs> fact check. <laughs> fact check, people. But seriously, well done. Well done, girls. Well done, everyone, um, with that. That's just phenomenal. And I think it's exciting club. for next year going into the now there with the new license of the becoming the AFLW. Yes. So yeah. I'm, I'm really interested, really up. keen to see how they go. Like, does that form show that they'll be somewhere in the top six or eight in the, in, in the AFL, or is that. You know, is that a mile off? Who knows? I, I don't know enough about it. It's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. Cool. And I'm really glad I was able to get into it myself. Yep. Um, and I didn't watch a lot of it, but support the girls. And yeah, it was awesome. Well done. Yep. Uh, onto the slightly, I guess, less, less exciting somehow. But still. Football, exciting. but very exciting. The boys. <laughs> yeah, the boys. Um, like if I can find say it. That, Sam on my little sheet here. Essendon, somewhat amazingly, 15-5-95 defeat the Sydney Swans, 12-14. How about that goal kicking from us? Yeah, pretty unreal. Um, Heppel, Hind, 25 each. Merritt, 24. Parker, boo, 26. Warner, 25. Golden, 23. Uh, in front of the sticks, again, somehow, Merritt, 3. Mm. Right, Stringer, 2. And then I'll take a big breath for this one. Hind, Durham, Heppel, Hobbs, Jones, Kelly, Langford, Redmond, one. I don't know the last time we would have had... How many midfielders? Eight individual goals. Well, eight, well, nine, ten, eleven individual goals. And a goals lot of them are midfielders too, which is exciting. Yeah. Like, when was the last time we had a midfielder kick, you know, get three. 20 yeah. plus touches and three goals? Like, three. That's unheard yeah. of. Uh, for them, Warner had a very good game. Uh, three goals. Reed, Franklin, Heaney, two. Papley, Lowell, Haywood, and Mills, one. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch it. Live, I had to watch a replay. Um, just had some other stuff on, but what a game! What a serious, serious ebb and flow. I was a little concerned at the first quarter. A little bit. I was, I was finishing off some chores around the house, um, and during the first quarter, and I had my headphones on. I was listening to it. And I thought, oh god, this is, you know, this is not sounding good. The commentators were sort of like, oh, they're doing what they want when they want. You know, it sounded. I, I, some bad kicking was sort of keeping us around the mark. And then I came in to watch it, and that's when we about kicked those what, six goals in a row, was it, or five? Five. Five mm. in a row to get in front in there. And I was like, well, that's all right. I'm, okay. I'm a bit, at least we're in the game at half time. And wow. I, I had a similar experience because I just made the decision to go do some stuff rather than watch it. I thought, it's going to upset me. So I just won't. <laughs> I just won't yeah, watch it. Um, so when I did some stuff, checked the scores, it was about 30 to 12. And I'm like, yeah, okay, of course, it's fine. Get on with my day. Checked it again. And yeah, I was, oh, shit, we've kicked four in a row. And then the fifth, and we're, oh, we're in front. What? Um, just 
when we were down, the problems were the same. It was mm-hmm. D50 to yep. the other end. They were scoring. Yep. Um, can I just say to Fox Footy, can we have that commentary team every week, please? Yeah, okay, that good. was awesome. Yep. Um, Buckley has Buckley's awesome good comments. Yep. Just really, yeah. Um, they were doing what they wanted, Sydney. Yep. And we've been critical on us for not being able to adjust game to game, let alone within the game. But we did. Sugar, we knocked over my drink. Oh, careful, Sam. Well, I think what was interesting too was that that period when all those goals were kicked, it was a lot of um, it was a lot of the young kids that that did mm. it. Like it was, I think, like it was Sam Durham, Jones. Well, Peter Wright's not young, but and then Hobbs, and then I think Wright kicked another one. So like, and they were oh. really like, sorry, yeah. Can we just talk about that, Wright? No. Goal. So no, Fox it's... Footy, I think, had it 58 metres. 200 out. Yeah, 203 metres out. It was um, in the grandstand. <laughs> at the other end. It was in Punt Road. It was kicking for goal in Punt Road. and actually At the pub. On the G. Um, 58 metres out they had him kick from, and it hit the fence on the full, which is another, what, five-ish. So dead straight, 65, we'll say, metre drop punt goal. And... Something I mentioned to you earlier today, he doesn't have to get that arc no. to get the distance. He can just kick it on a dead straight. Yeah, arc. which is unusual. Like most, you know, players when they're trying to kick that far do start to, you know, get that bit of um, an arc going on, as you say. But he really can just run straight in and just drop punt it beautifully. It, it's the most pure, pure part of football for me. And mm. it's just anyone. Again, I like the fact he plays for us, but yep. anyone that can do that, I just, yeah. yeah. But what was really good about that stage was that, like, you know, it was the, a lot of the young players, like Caldwell was playing well. Like, Merritt was playing very well too, and so does Parrish. And, and I still don't think they're old or anything. And, and Heppel was playing like they're, they're, He's old. I, I would struggle to say who was a bad player in that game. Like, yeah, there's no know, ham like, to... There's no ham to blame. <laughs> pick on this week. Um, but, you know, it was... like... It, it's a young side that, you know, I, I was interested in. I liked how we went with the one ruck because that worked a bit better because Peter Wright could come in and, you know, and just be a help in that, but not be affected by Ford because we had Jones and Stringer down there to do something. There's so many little bits of this player-wise. Mm. Like um, Dan Brosios, or as we're calling now, Dan Brosios, first quarter, 11 touches, um, don't think he missed a kick at some point during the third, second or third yeah, quarter. Yeah. He was a hundred percent by foot. Um, and that's what we've needed. That's been a big issue for us. And it was a great pick. Great season pick. Well, actually while we're on him, rising star this week. Yeah. That's awesome. Three games. Good on your mess. Um, there's two parts to it. There's one is the delivery. Like you've got to be able to hit the kick, right? But two, having the balls to actually see a bloke go for the kick. and go, I can hit that. Yep. And go. And yep. if he gets one wrong out of 10, nah. Fine. Even two wrong out of ten. Yeah, Don't yeah, care. Don't care at all. No. Um, and then Hobbs' last Hobbs quarter. Last quarter. Yeah, we had uh, 11, 11 possessions, three clearances. Tackles. Mm. Um, not in the last quarter, but he's marked to kick his goal shortly after yep. Wrights, actually. Yeah, and that was a great do, shot, too. From but, but body off McCartan. Not Pat yep. McCartan, the other guy. Um, Tom? No, it was Pat, I thought. Anyway, anyway one of the, one of the brothers. Um that was one thing, right? And that's just good body use from a lot smaller guy. But then he just mm. dove mm. without knowing what was coming behind him. He just jumped. And you can get cleaned up in those situations. Oh, yeah. So, and then the kick, he kicked it from about 50 himself. 
So I have a lot of um, expectations on that kid now. I'm and not- the other one I want to mention too, still a young player too, like I probably a bit older than those guys in age, but still only, I don't know, 15 games at a guess, Zerk Thatcher. Oh, BZT, coming of age game. Really him. great game from him. That There was the last quarter moment. Um, there was many moments when he was, you know, probably left alone and maybe he, that was part of the plan. The tackle he crunched um, Papley with in the first yeah. quarter. No, really. And we need a third tool. Like it, it, the week before we struggled with just Ridley and um, Laverde. And look, I still think it's probably Reed. But if Zerk Thatcher can be that as well, then I'm more than happy to have him play. If he can play games like that, then then yeah, he, yep. he can. I love and the long sleeve too, to be honest. I was like going to say, it was almost cult hero with the long sleeves. Yep. He copped it a little bit. He's quite gangly end. too. Like his body yep. seems to, you know, he's very... What impressed me is that when, when you're big like him, maybe 195 plus, they normally tackle and give away free kicks. Like they're clumsy. Yep. He wasn't. He tackled so well. And as a club, we tackled really well. His body movements, and I'm not saying he plays like this person, but his body movements remind me, remind me of some Silvani, of not the, of the father. Sauce, not the, the old, yeah, Sos. Yeah. yeah. Son of Serge. 80s. Silvani. Yeah. Well, no, nine, or 90s. Or oh, okay. Again, 80s, whatever, yeah, before probably. my time, sure. But he had that real sort of gangly, sort of, you know, sort of funniness. About, and he wasn't a big guy, but seemed to play well on big guys. Like Fletcher wasn't a big guy, but he seemed to be able to handle him. Got the long arms. Mm. Um, the other one too. Now, uh, there's two things I want to say to this because I want to, I want to admit we got something wrong. Mm. Oh, but we're we're very, the first to admit we're wrong, Sam. Very closely follow that up with something I got right. <laughs> so, offset. Oh well, that didn't last long, did it? Did offset you... <laughs> one with the other. Um, we were wrong on Redmond. Yeah. Undoubtedly wrong on Redmond. He's possibly leading best and fairest at the minute. Um, He's damaging with the ball. He tackled really well. He took intercept marks particularly early. Um, Clean can kick that long goal, which is uh, such a Mm. weapon for any player. Yeah, love the the celebration. I still, I don't know if we were wrong. I still don't think we could see where he was fitting in that team when they brought Kelly in because I was a bit like, well, isn't that Redmond sort of, um, we meant that Redmond in the team pool. Yeah, well, I, I think we were wrong because we didn't have him. Well, we had him sort of on the outer of that best twenty-two. Yeah, made yeah, yeah, we did. Out. So we had him at twenty-four, and he's absolutely well and truly well entrenched yeah. best five players <laughs> at the moment. Um, but the thing we kind of sort of got right, and it's not, it's not that I want to see him playing here every week, but Hind playing as a forward, the sealer that goal he kicked to win the game, just kind of gave me that sense of. Right. Well, we had a good point. He got the ball, which Parker kicked it to him, by the way. Um, ran away, chucked it on the boot from 45, 40, 45 out, and it sailed through. Yep. Like, that's... He's got that in his locker, which is why I guess I thought he yeah, might yeah. fill that well, void. But at the moment, he needs to be playing in the back line. Yeah, that's right. I think, I think we're just, we're just going to move towards next year and see what we recruit in that department because I would have thought that we'd be targeting young kids like Davey that could play a small forward role and mm. half forward sort of, you know. Yeah, and Davey Jr. played uh, Vic Metro WA yep. Yep. last week. Yep. 19 touches and two goals yep. for Vic. So, um, now, the other one I want to mention too is Jakey, Jakey, our boy Stringer. The moments <laughs> between the brilliance and the not so brilliance. There's a long way between the two. <laughs> um, Takes the game on. I'll give him that. That 
the, the check side he did from, let's say, 45, yep. running into 50, that is a phenomenal kick. Mm. And if that was Dusty or Dugowie, they would be going off the absolute trot, the commentators, the footy public. But, I mean, and he admitted after the game he didn't really mean it. Yeah, but no, put it on the boot. That's an amazing kick. <laughs> but then there's the, like, he got caught a couple of times, the 50 he gave away at the end. Which, which was pretty borderline. And, but... and it's borderline, but... He still didn't need to do it. Like he could have just put his arms out and you know held, you know, just stopped and not given and made him find an option. But I, 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 with those umpiring decisions, I don't think that's the worst call I've ever seen. Like that. No, I, a... I can accept it. Yeah. Um, I think my the next fifty I didn't quite get the second like that fifty that came straight after that when he ran. Well, the cameras didn't the... really show it. We ran in the back of Guelphie. Guelphie got away. Guelphie got away. That's yeah. okay. What was funny was it water. He nearly missed. He kicked, he took the kick from about twenty five out and yep. nearly saw twenty out and really stabbed it. Mm. And nearly it would have been lovely if he missed oh, it. Oh, it would have been oh. just ball don't lie. That's what I say when that happens. Well, I must admit when when Hines' goal went through, I was it was forty five seconds or whatever to go. Put us nine points up. I was like, oh my god! I jumped around. I was watching it live. I really would have too. Mm. Um, it's the kind of goal you love as a crowd, yep. as a spectator, to seal it like that. And it was off the boot of Parker to mine was even more poetic. Um, lastly, on Stringer, oh, sorry, lastly on Stringer, yep. obviously the running goal was brilliant. His second goal in the last yeah, quarter. Yeah. Um, but almost more impressive for me was his kick to Langers. Yeah, yep, yep. 55 metre drop punt that just drew Langford to the ball, but over such a long distance. That's a phenomenal kick. And to and do that... A great shot from Langford too, because it was... a nice, lovely set shot yep. from Langford. Expect yep. nothing less. He's got a lovely kick. Yep. But it's all well and good to kick the goals. That's great. That's what we love. But the field kicking, to hit that pass late yep. in the game, over 55 metres. And you can see elite. with... And this is interesting. You can see with Stringer that he's getting fitter. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's improving in games. Like, he was influential in that last quarter. I think he kicked... Did he kick two goals in the last quarter? Kick two goals in a row, I think. Yeah. Yep. It was, yep. So you can see his body starting to condition back to playing alpha, where interestingly, I thought Snelling still mm. looks a bit out of it. Yep. Um, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be um, against him having a round in the or two in the VFL to get some form back. Just for fitness and just for match fitness more than anything. Like... No, I know I did say earlier that it was no bad players, but he wasn't brilliant. And what did yeah. you say to me today? He had minus three metres gained? Yeah, minus three metres gained, which I've, I don't know how you do that. When he's had eight touches and like that, I don't know how over your eight touches that you actually didn't send the ball forward. But he had three tackles, so we'll give him a, a metre per tackle yeah. and yeah. he broke even. We'll accept that. Um, the he, other he one looked, I wanted to mention was... He, he, just, yeah, he just looks like he's a bit underdone, to be honest. He hadn't got caught up to the speed of the game. Yeah, um, stars. Yep. Uh, Tammy Durham? Like... Is on his track to being a very, very, very handy um, a wingman. What I like two way running. Yeah, um, Buckley said that on commentary about him. He he had like I think three moments in the third quarter. Horrible drop mark. Absolute spud moments. Drop yeah. mark. Just did some stupid shit, which is fine. But, but he has all the right things because he has the work rate. He works hard. He runs and runs and runs and runs and runs. Mm. He can teach the skills. Well, I don't. Do you think? I don't think his skills are horrible either. He just no, seemed not. to have a couple of brain fades, like where he, he looked like with the mark he'd already taken off before he actually just get the mark and then Better go. Before he earned it, yeah, yeah. But yeah. on the flip side of that, he got a free kick. He, the goal he kicked was from a free kick in yep. the pocket in the second quarter, 
And the commentary said, well, maybe it wasn't really high. No. But effort and endeavour on the ball, and he's going to get there first, yep. is what won him the free kick. Exactly. And that's where I get frustrated with people whinging about umpires and free kicks and, oh, it was 28 to 2, whatever. Get to the ball first and you'll get free kicks. It's pretty simple. Um, for stars, for Durham, I want to highlight too, the, in the lead-up to Stringer's second goal, the one on the run uh, in the last quarter, Durham absolutely nailed McCartan in the tackle. Mm. A little flip. The ball sort of popped out. Yeah. Durham got up, got the ball, and then handball to someone who handballed a stringer and then yeah. kick a goal. Yep, well, that was beautiful. The tackle was textbook, and he somehow yeah. got back to his feet. <laughs> got the footy. And I thought Shield played another great game. Yep. Very good game. game for him, personally, yep. I imagine. Is there more to that? Just had a great no. game? No, just... Um, I want to mention Kelly for the pure fact that he kicked his first goal for the club with the most mongrel kick I've ever seen from mm. straight in front, i got to say. He's pretty happy about it, too. He was thrilled. You know why? It's his mm. second goal ever in AFL. Yeah. Kick one Probably why he stays down the other end a lot. That's where he belongs, let's be honest. Right. But, um, I did. And I, I said this to you too earlier that I do, I still think the only way we seem to be winning games, like, the, you know, we've got to look at this a bit deeper, but the only way we seem to be winning games is by attacking. Like we, if we're attacking, I know this sounds stupid, but if we're attacking, then we don't have to defend as much. And the, what was, we, we were getting um, the ball into our sort of 80 out and we kept pushing it back in and we weren't getting as opened up like we normally do because of that. But, you know, in that first quarter, when they wanted to, they just split us in half and made us look like fools because I still worry. And, and look, it's worked, it worked against me, but I still worry why Kelly, Hind, and Redmond are so far up the ground. Like they, you know, are a long way inside 50 in our forward 50. And I worry a little bit about that. So, Because when the ball gets turned over, we are getting ripped apart. But now Sydney didn't do it to us because of whatever reasons, the way we defended. We, we went really one-on-one at one mm. point. It was a really Which good is not shot what we normally do. Behind the goal uh, Ponsford stand end, where we were just literally, there was little clumps of two players. That was it the whole way from a kick-in. Which works well if you're going to do that, because what doesn't work well is the the um, guarding grass, because we seem to all blame each other or point fingers and say, I thought that was your bit of grass over there, or you were going to come up to mm. him and I was going to go back, yeah, you know. They just haven't got the communication right. Yeah. Um, another thing on Kelly, uh, again, Nathan Buckley actually said something that I commented on in the Carlton game. Yep. He, he worries too much about his opponent. Mm. So yeah. there was a moment in the Carlton game where he was on Jack Martin, I think, and... Martin ran under the fly to the ball. Yeah. The ball cleared no. both of them. And then Kelly cracked the shits at the umpire. Something. I was like, bruh, yeah. if you just read the fly to the ball, you would have taken a very easy mark. And he did that too in the... He did it on the end of the... Saturday where he just was worried about his opponent. And if he just actually looked at the ball and read what was going to happen, he would have taken a very simple mark. And that's something that Red, um, Ridley and uh, Laverde do really well. They'll back themselves... And, um, yeah, remember, and they'll back themselves, watch the fly of the ball and get, ignore the man for a bit and go back and take the mark. When they see the ball, like if they've run under it or something like that, they'll just go, okay, this is mine. Ball, ball's more important. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Kelly does do that. He sticks to the man. If you just watch he... the ball, you'll get, you'll beat your opponent. Like, mm. yeah, it's a bit frustrating, but good to see you go. Bit of love. It was great. Um, I'm not sure there's any other real... It's just great to get the win. I mean, I was really—I I don't like Sydney. I really hate them now as well. Yep. 
um, after what happened last time, obviously, as a club, we got belted, the whole Parker situation. Yep. Um, good to see him and Shield sort of have a little yeah. kiss and make up after the I game. Like Parker. Was good. I Leave it on the play. ground. Us as supporters can be dickheads, but they they should move on. What That's we do fine. best. Why we do a podcast. Um, what do you think of, um, like, trucks, a little bit of pressure goes off him? Yeah, for now. Um, what concerns me now, and, I mean, it's it's good, obviously, but if we go on a little run, I mean, we play Brisbane this <laughs> week, which is probably a loss, so that's okay. We do oh. play Gold Coast, and Gold Coast have been okay, but have kind of have had a couple of tough losses in a row, but they might sort of fall away. You know, there's there's oh. beatable teams coming up, and I would hate for us to win a couple late, finish 13th, and go from pick three to pick six I, or seven. I did have a little look at this today, and I was comparing us to, say, Hawthorne, for example, who are on the same wins as us. So Hawthorne have got West Coast, North Melbourne, um come and something like um possibly Gold Coast and somebody else sort of relatively not too ridiculous. Maybe like an Adelaide, I can't remember now. So they they should win two or three. We on the other hand We've got North still. Yeah, so we we've got North to come. Uh, we've got Brisbane, Suns, Collingwood, so might beat the Suns, but they're playing good footy. I wouldn't say we would. Collingwood, they're playing better footing than us. So Top wouldn't. six. How? how? Yeah. yeah. So then, well, we just beat Sydney. Uh, then we've got North, which we should win. And then Giants, Port and Richmond. So again, maybe one of them. Yeah. Look, honestly, ideal scenario, get through to the end of the season, beat North, because I don't want to lose to them. The rest of them, I don't care. And then just beat Richmond in the last round and stop them getting top four. <laughs> Seasons of success. Right. I've seen I enough. Actually... This is the important bit. I've seen enough to believe that we'll be okay mm. now. So I don't care about winning. I just give us that good draft pick. If we're going to be shit, be shit for a reason and get the draft pick. See, I think but a bit differently. I'm, get top four. I'm more nasty than you. you I want to beat Collingwood and Richmond in effect, their finals campaign, but I'm happy yeah. then to lose to North Melbourne. So then there's no way they get a priority pick. Actually, that's a point. Yeah. I'm in for that. I'm in for <laughs> and that. then they can't get a priority pick, and then we still finish, you know, third or fourth bottom. So we still get a good draft pick. Yeah, I I despise North Melbourne as a football club, so I'm not sure, but I don't want to see them get a priority pick. And if us losing to them is what it costs, yep, <laughs> I'm there for that. Because yeah, then they'd nearly be well, they would have two wins, which would nearly be equal again with West Coast, wouldn't it? So West Coast have two or three. Oh, I think three. two. Yeah. I'll do a little fact check on that. Um, I did have a little look at the Coleman again. Pete's eighth. So he's still he's still thereabouts. And I didn't expect him to win 38, I think it was. I didn't expect him to win the Coleman. So if he's in the top 10, that's a big tick. But we him. said like we said a few weeks ago, if he kicks 40 plus goals, that's awesome. Mm. But if you can then add, say Stringer can get back to form. We know he can kick 40 goals. And then we find a couple of small forwards who can kick. A bit like um, Tip and Woody would have kicked, say, in the 30s. So all of a sudden then, you know, you're starting to build a forward line. Like I think if you look at Carlton with McKay and um, what's the other one? Um, Carly Kerno. So they're going to kick probably what Kerno's kicked about 50, wouldn't he be? He'd be leading the Coleman. And McKay, McKay might have kicked 40. So they're going to be, that's 
they're going to be that's a really good forward line function. Be like Geelong with Cameron well, and um, so yeah, Cameron's yeah. actually taken over. So uh, Cameron's on forty six, Kerno's forty five, Hawkins forty two. So you got wow. two Geelong players. Yeah, that's top. pretty amazing. I don't think we can get to that, but that's what you're trying to get to, aren't you? Really? Because Melbourne, when last year they would add Fritch, he was like third or fourth in the Coleman. He came pretty high up. Fritch, I don't, I don't know. Okay, I don't know if I'll be able to um, fact check that. Sure. Should we move on to any <laughs> comments? We can do. Is there anything else from the game just before we do? It was just awesome. We won. We weren't losers for a weekend, Sam. That was nice. Yes, well, that's true. And the VFL wins. VFL and did the VFL men's win? No. <laughs> Got a pretty pretty good pasting from oh. um, um from Swat Sydney. We seem to be playing mm. the team we're playing, which is good. I like that. I did see that actually. Yes. Um, I mean, it covered mass rising star. We'll do our votes, I think, and then we'll go yep. into the comments. Does that sound good for you? Yeah, no, that's fine with me. Uh, now, oh, you try. You didn't do the same as me. All right. Okay. I can so do mine. You go. Your yeah. You go first. Yeah. So I went Merritt with three. I thought that he was great. Three goals, 24 or five touches, whatever it was, is a really good game of football from midfielder and was influential in what he does with the ball, as always. I wanted to give Hobbs two because of that last quarter. Ten possessions, three clearances. Like That's a great game of football. And the number one uh, one vote went to um, Zerk Thatcher. A really, really great game from a young kid coming of age, as you said. I, I want to see more of that. I want him to play for the rest of the year. I want yep. to see how he goes. I want, I want to see that. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Many uh, other good players, but that's where I went. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard when, when we win. It's difficult. Um, Losing is easy for votes. Uh, yeah. Merit three. Three goals and 25 touches, whatever it was. Phenomenal game. I went hind two. I just oh, think yep. even he contributor really across four quarters. Yep. Um, Hobbs and Mass were great, but they had one really big quarter and then not so much in the others, mm. which is kind of why I went the other way. Uh, and I went Zerk Thatcher. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that sort of game when it's a guy who's had a fair bit of pressure on him. Oh, excuse me. In the past. Um, right. We will we will do some comments unless you have anything else to add. No, that's him. I'm ready for comments. Um thankfully we've had a good little audience tonight. Thank you for being here. Um Jade Grice. Great that they talk about sportsmanship, etc., but I'd love to see them rub it in their face. I think when you're in the game and playing the game you play hard and play fair and that's fine and then as professionals they should leave it on the field and i've got no problem with how they did that there's no doubt that parker was targeted that game if you watch the highlights he was oh yeah snelling cracked in the first chance he got snelling and draper got him too a few of them got him like and there was one where um durham tackled him then pushed him in the ground when he got up so they were they were not being nice to him and i i thought that was fine yeah and he had a good game still but the other thing the other massive thing that we mentioned earlier me and you talking we won. Mm, that's that is the, the in ultimate your in your face. Yep. Because Essendon, who were 16th on the ladder, beat Sydney, who were pushing for a top six spot. Yep. If we had been an absolute bag of dicks to Parker and they won by 10 goals, we've lost. He, it doesn't matter. Yep. He walks off the ground smiling. Exactly. Winning the game of football mm-hmm. 
is the best way to fuck his day up. Get a bag of dicks in him. Yeah. And we did it. Again, all respect for Luke Parker. No yeah. issues with the man. But yep. winning the game of football was the number one way to get back at the Sydney Swans. 100%. And we did. Yep. Um, Joe's, Joe's back. Um, uh, I lost my shit watching this game. Excuse the French. I'll excuse it, given I just said fuck. Um, first quarter of the last and the last 10 minutes of the third quarter was scary. It just disappeared on me. There we go. Um, thought the game was over when Mills kicked his goal, but geez, the boys yeah. was proud and really fought for the win. We wanted it more than the Swans. Can't believe I just said that. Yeah, no, it, Mills is a weird, like, I don't know his numbers. I'd love to know. Just curious. They seem to play him out of position. Like for a guy like that, he was barely at a center bounce. So his center bounce attendance was 15. Like they seem to just move him around. Like he's a match winner for me. I don't, unless he's injured, I don't know what's going on with that. It was a weird one, and it was really annoying for my fantasy um, my super coach. Even <laughs> um, Phil, in-game adjustments have been getting better since the buy. Yep, I agree. agree. They're, they're, that's good because we were critical of um, Worsfold for that, unable to yep. sort of switch it up during the game. And Trucks had the same sort of criticism at times. Yep. It was patchy, but I think. Ability to change it during a game and change momentum during a game is a big thing for a team That's to it. learn. So, um, well, well, to kick five goals in one spell and then another three in that last quarter or whatever in a row is massive. That That's to arrest momentum. Against that's, a good side. Yeah, against a good side. Who, Sydney beat Melbourne at the MCG. Like, there's yeah. no home ground thing here for us. They've beat the yeah. best team in the comp yeah. on the MCG. So, yeah, yeah, big ticks. Um, big ticks for for um, truck too. Uh, Joe, always love Joe's comments. Two meter Peter, two meter Peter's goal was the purest shot on goal I've ever seen. I think that's mm. the best description I could give it. Pure. Mm. I love the way he pushed him. You know, sort of did like a Babe Ruth. That's where I'm going. I'm, I'm kicking this. Yeah. Uh, I just yeah. Okay, well, I should watch that on repeat. Repeat more than Hines' goal. To be honest. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. Jeffrey says if he kicks straight last week, we win. I think that was in reference to Peter Wright. Yep. And I think that's why last week we weren't too worried. It was a bit shit that we'd lost to West mm. Coast, but yep. the indicators were pretty good. All the numbers were still good. Like it, we didn't, the numbers didn't turn to poop. The, you know, center clearances, contested ball, all that stuff inside 50s were still fine. It's just that we hadn't kicked straight and I don't know. Maybe just weren't having a bad night. Day, really but night. we didn't play that poorly, which is why yeah. I think we didn't bother. Oh, well, we, we weren't too worried. And then to come out and get the win now is kind of like, well, good, we didn't mm. bother. And look, this follows on for five or six weeks of decent football. Certainly better football than what we saw in the first half of the year. Absolutely. Um, String was actually bad until that last quarter, and then he just went berserk. Yeah. yeah. He did some nice things, but he's most of his good things did come in the last quarter. He's just such now, an enigma. You don't know what you're getting some days. Uh, Joe, 50% of this comment I love, 50% I hate. Um, Joe says, Hobbs has captain written all over him. This guy refused to lose. Mm. Big tick, I agree. The bit that I don't like so much, I really got Joel Selwood vibes from him. Oh, that's, that's a compliment, Sam. I know you don't like Joel Selwood. Um, I actually said, like, this guy's our next captain. He three-time premiership captain of the club, Ben Hobbs. 
big raps. I know. Really? But I just like, I just, he. I, he has I don't that think he'll be the next leadership. captain. I think he could be no, a captain one day. Next, yeah. but yeah. he oozes that kind of class about him mm. and he's determined to be good mm-hmm. and he's determined to be at a successful club. And I think that's not always the case with a lot of players. And you only have to look at North Melbourne uh, with Horn Francis. Yeah. He's taken a very different approach. Mm. Anyway. Um, just reading through. Uh, Phil said Hine would have more metres gained for us off halfback um, too important in reference to him yeah. playing forward. Totally agree. Really? It was just a bit of vindication. Sam, that he can actually play Sam's theory has always been that like when we're in our worst period there, and I agree with this, that we would need, we needed a small forward. Like we were struggling, like Guelphie wasn't giving us much. He's, he's, a, he's a pretty good defensive forward. Um, Snelling was out. Like who, who um, Smith played a couple of games, but he was clearly injured. We just didn't have that small, can get a few goals from tackles or something, you know, or even hold the ball in. You know, we didn't have that. And there was no pressure when the ball hit the ground. Yeah. And I, I agree with Sam that we could probably throw him forward and bring in. He harasses. Know, we had extra defenders that probably could do, you know, like when McGrath and those sort of guys were fit, but, you know, they're all injured now. Um, Joe mentioned the rising star. Um, we did. Yep. Did you mention that? Um, Durham is a star. Greed. Love the effort. It's just it's just good to see. Um, close to Heppel's best game all year. He's been good the last Again, few weeks, I reckon. Been pretty solid. Um, definitely Kelly's best game. I didn't think he had a great game, to be honest, Kel, but I'm still jury out. I struggle with him, camp. to be honest. Yeah, I, so I, 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 I don't... I, without talk about you know how the ball goes, I still don't know what he's bringing to the team. He's not a great field kicker. He doesn't, you know, he's he's a he's meant to be a lockdown defender, but I see him too much up the other end of the ground or or guys, you know, getting like sprinting away from him and getting, you know, like anyway, he's just he hasn't done what I thought he would do, to be honest. No, and we sat here preseason going, oh, lockdown small defender. Yep. Boom, did that. That's one of an issue. And I blame the club as much as anything because he hasn't been on those matchups. No, he hasn't played. Well, he was, he's on Papley in this game, but at least that's that's probably because oh, Thatcher was playing, so that you know we actually had an extra tall, so yeah. we can actually you know deal with Buddy and and Reed and those guys. Um, some votes. Joe, um, oh, Joe said merit three, Durham two, BZT one. That's fair yeah, enough. Yeah, I can't, yeah. Yeah. I can't Durham was that. really good. Uh, Phil Merritt three Hind two Redmond one, yeah, and don't disagree with that. I think we get we mean you get sucked into the stories a little bit more. So BZT being the guy that came in and you know all that, mm, I just thought he sucked in by that. He he deserves to get recognition for that game, absolutely. And with the um, oh, Phil's just corrected at Hobbs, not Redmond for one. There you go. Yep. Um, I forget what I was going with that. Oh, yeah, I hate long sleeves, but if he plays like that, he can keep yeah. them. I love yeah, long I sleeves. Heard? Yep, no dramas. Anyone else? Oh, I'm happy for anyone to wear long stuffed. sleeves too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. I, I just, uh, I just... You and Clark, Alistair Clarkson, you would be great when he gets to the club then. He doesn't let them wear long sleeves. Okay. Um, he wouldn't okay, let them then. at Hawthorne. They weren't allowed to wear long sleeves. I think they should get a choice, but I, don't, I still don't like oh, it. That's my 100%. personal If you want to wear long sleeves, wear long sleeves, mate. Like, but I think jumper, I reckon. My memories are like you, you know, heard, but Silvani was another one. He always had long, 
Jimmy Bartel always wore the long sleeves, and when he did, he would rock up and play his best football. Like if you had him in fantasy football, get the captain on him if you see him running out with long sleeves on. <laughs> I think you earn the right. You earn the right to wear your long sleeves, maybe. Bartel, they're all awesome players you just mentioned. Mm. I have no problem with that. Maybe that's why they can get away with it. Carousella, Phil just said. Carousella was another one. Yeah, Blake Carousella, and he's, oh, gold. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway, I'll get off my tangent about that. Yeah. Um, now, we will just, can I just say too, um, no. posted a couple of times on the page, this week, uh, just with the wind and all that sort of stuff. I don't often post on the page these days, but this week I did. It was nice to see some comments. When are you doing your podcast again? Yeah. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I had a couple. It was really nice. So so thank you for that. It, it's really helpful. Keeps us motivated. Keeps us energised and enthused um, as much. You know, as I'm not on the book of faces, so I don't know what's going on. No, you're on. not on the book of faces. I think your dear wife did comment clarifying that West Coast had three wins. Um but I didn't dare tell her that they've only got two. <laughs> I wouldn't trust my wife in football. No. <laughs> Sorry, Prue. Um, right. Is that is that it? So now we need to look forward to the Next Brisbane week. game. Um, we play Sunday, I think the early game, up at the Gabba. Um, certainly not getting any easier, but right. a bit of confidence. There without... Probably hit wood. That's tomorrow night. No, he got, a, he got a fine. What, what, what fine. he should have yeah, got fined for what he should have got a week or two. He pushed a player into an umpire. Isn't that a bit shit? I saw it only once or twice. I don't really feel like I should comment too much, but I yeah, would no, have thought he that was. He pushed the player into the umpire. They crashed into each other. And the um... Well, I could have hurt the umpire. Like he went in hard. And then he ran down and took the mark. And I went, You cheeky. That's. That, I think that's I the like... kicker, isn't it? That he took the mark. Yeah, and they kicked the goal. I was like, You cheeky little. That's a bit naughty. Like, that's. Yeah. Okay, so they'll like... have him. Um, they won't have Rich or another important Zorko. player. Zorko, that's the one. Um, those two. Zorko, he's the, hand, the, the body's starting to let him go. The, the, the old yeah. man can't. Unfortunate. And... He has more best player. and fairest for that club than Simon then Black it, and yeah. Michael Moss. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's think unreal. he's as good as players, those, but anyway, no, you know, but that is unreal. Hangs out I mean, on that. Voss and Black played at the same time, I guess, is the argument, right. but still. Um, <laughs> two minute Peter copped a two case um, fine for striking. Oh, I punched the guy on the side. That was a McCartan, yeah. He gave McCartan a little rib tickler. They no, probably had it coming. Um, Didn't him in the head. You know, he's got those, well, yeah, he's I, had concussion issues. He was nice, he went for the guts. I just remembered freaking Merritt punching Silvani in the mm. ribs, like softest tap in the ribs ever, and they broke, and he got suspended for it because they broke. Fucking yeah. old mate, paper ribs. Um, hard game. I think Brisbane are fading a little bit. I think their I'd defense rather, is an issue at the moment, but like they're yeah, not defending I'd very well. Much rather be playing them now. Well, we've already played them. We played them earlier in the season, but I think it's a more winnable game now than it would have been in the first half of the season just because of where they're at and also where we are at. Yep. Team-wise, uh, Perkins comes back if fit, and that is a big I if. I believe he's not. I think it's another week or two. Whatever That's really been. disappointing to hear. Um, other Same than that, McGrath I don't know if there's a change. Um, I'll tell you, if I was to throw one out there, it might be Voss. He had a pretty good game in the reserves. And he crunched. I don't know if you saw the tackle he gave on the one of the Sydney guys. Juicy absolutely ran through him. Maybe him for Snelling just for a change-up. Um, but that would be about it. I wouldn't 
I wouldn't be looking to change that team that won. No, I think that's the thing. You don't yeah. give him a bit of confidence to keep playing. Um, we go in with two Ruckman, though, against Brisbane. They've only got of... McNooney. And, and they'll the stay in there. But they've, they've got such a tall forward line that, you know, like, well, Danaher, it's going to be Danaher, it's going to be, um, who's it? Hey, McStay and the other one. And the other one we just mentioned um, that um, they pushed into the umpire. Um, Hipwood. Hipwood, yeah. So that's going to be tough for us, those three. It will be, um, at least with Lav Laverde. Lav Laverde, that's the same guy. Uh, Lav, we had two of them to be useful. I'll take 22 of him. Um, Lav Ridley and BZT with a bit of confidence. That yeah. gives us a bit of cover. I think... What we have to um, go in with. It's Draper is okay by himself. I don't think there's a real need. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, depending if it is wet or not would be well, another factor um, in that because up there, who knows? I feel like it's always wet up there. I agree. We got belted there last year, didn't we? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, the wet was horrible. Uh, Reid still injured. He didn't play VFL. Yeah. Yes, okay. So it's he'd it's have to go back through the VFL well. anyway. I don't think yeah, they're be... not going to take any risks with no. Him. And as BCT's played such a good game that you're not going to make a change there, yeah, correct. All right, well, we'll say no changes, would be yeah. my money. Okay. Um, I would have only brought Perkins back in and McGrath back in if fit. And it will be good when in, in a couple of weeks, if they are, and we haven't had any more injuries go out because that'll be an interesting selection. Because who are the ones to go, you know, who so. If McGrath and Perkins were hit this week, do then Barosio go out? That seems unfair because his kicking's really helped. Nomination. I think his kicking's really, really made a difference to us, to be honest. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. That's that's the thing about it. Maybe Snelling would have been the one for Perko for me. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Um, but then McGrath could be the one for Snelling as well if he came in and he just has to play a bit more midfielder a bit more midfield rather than back yep. because there's just no room. But if both of them were coming in, who would be the two outs? I don't know who the second out is. I'm comfortable with Snelling out because he didn't offer a lot for the second week in a row. Would it have to be Guelphy? I think he's doing okay. I think he's doing a role and he's doing it okay but, at the moment. But if you can't not pick Perkins and McGrath. So I'm just, I don't want to throw this in, throw it to anyone. If they were fit this week, ready to come in and you have to take two players out of that side, who are the two that come out? Is it the Ambrosio? I don't think it is. No. But is it Guelphie? I think Guelphie you can take out and the team's not worse off. Because Perkins is surely a better player. I think we'd agree with that. And McGrath has, can go as a half-backman or a midfielder, you know, in those two roles. And that oh. can maybe give Redmond a bit more midfield wing time. Or, you know, that helps with our rotations up there. And anyway. Can I just say, I'm not paid anywhere near enough to answer these questions. Um <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know who comes out of that side for performance-based or for like team balance. If those yeah, two well, were fit, team thankfully, balance is a whole thing I, I don't understand. But they're not. I'm just trying to say who's who. We if we're making hard decisions, who who are we make who are we picking? I, I really can't say. I don't. I don't know. I and, think Snelling, Snelling's an obvious one. I don't think Guelph comes out. I think Guelph has been yep. okay. All right, fair enough. But you're going to have a second player come out. I just want you to name a player. Um. No, I can't. Uh, oh my god! I can't think of anyone. I can really, only look at the stats. Um, I need to look at the stats. You're I looking at a guy who's a, a half forward, and you're looking at a guy who's midfielder, half back. So you're looking to replace 
Let's just look I don't want to play him out of position. I'm not going to send Perkins to the half back line or McGrath to the half forward line. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Um, question for you while I do that. Do you think mm. Devin Smith has played his last game in the red and black? That's I fear as though he has because I think that at the end of the year, I think there might be an announcement on his degenerative knees. Um, well, once they start throwing those terms around, you get a little bit worried about how much football's left in a guy. Um, when he did play, he wasn't, he hasn't offered a lot since his best and fair. No, since he's one good year. Um, look, he might, I don't know his contract situation, so he might be on contract next year. They might give him a long time to get everything right. Maybe at the back end of next year, he's all fit and firing, played some reserves, comes back. That might be where they're aiming, but it's a concern. I, I don't think he's in our best 22. Um, the next form year. he had three years ago would be clearly. Yeah. But the two years after that, he's on whose spot does he take? Like seriously, I I'd rather have Guelphy than him. One. I couldn't think of one. I'd rather have um, Guelphy. Contract is twenty twenty three, by the way. So, mm, so they'll probably just keep him on those um, next year. I'll end. We'll end on this if that's okay. Big news. Feels like an episode of Top Gear. Big news. Um, Michael Hurley is training, full training. Yeah, and may play some VFL later in the year, and. I am generally very anti-farewell games, but that man can have a farewell game. I do not care. Especially against Richmond where we beat him. He can play forward and kick goals like he did in that game in 2009 against Hawthorne. (laughs) On both feet from outside 50. What a Mm. freaking freak. Mm. Anyway, that's really good. The Hills and the club. That's That's a nice little good news story um, for everyone. Right. Um, can I grab a tip for you for the Brisbane game? I guess we'll do that now. As we yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, look, I think I do think Brisbane will win it. I think that they're a top four side when they're, they're at home, top four side. That yeah. this is their bread and butter. This is if they're if they're going to play finals or be competitive, they don't lose these games. I, I'd like to think we're competitive, though. It would be an almighty upset, wouldn't it? Oh, like Sydney and St Kilda. I don't want to win, Sam. I, no, I don't either. I, I do, no, I do, but. And I have a mate that goes for Brisbane who drives me up the wall. So for that reason alone, yep. you don't meet very many Brisbane supporters in Victoria. No, so, no. And he, he won't be listening to this, so I can say it. He did not give two shits about football until they were good. So jog on, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're listening, Reese. <laughs> um, yeah, it would be a monumental upset compared to the Sydney and St Kilda ones. Yep. I think I'll take competitive at this point. I'll take honourable losses. I don't care. Don't get belted is my mm, motto at this 100%. point. No major um, injuries either. Can we no touch injuries. wood on yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no injuries. I'll, I'll say Brisbane by, you know, four or five goals. That's pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah happy with that? Yeah, happy with that, Sammy. All right. Um, well, that'll do us for this week. Thank you for tuning in. As I said earlier, thank you for the interest in the pod in general. It's really nice to read. Uh, wherever you are listening, it's really, really appreciated. And go bloody Dons. Go, Bombers.